I think there's. They, I think they're they're breeding vegetables, fruit oh and vegetables now. Whoa, what? So now we have our own conspiracy theorist. I'm scared. Okay. Don't don't give me that right. look like my emotions are not <laughs> genuine. Okay, I am scared. Please. Okay, just, you're please, scared I'm, of genetically <laughs> modified food. Just the green apples. <laughs> but the red ones are fine. They're good. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Down the Hatch. Today we're talking about conspiracy theories, food and booze related fun things. Woo! Yay! Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Press in. What are we what are we starting with? What kind of conspiracy theories are people talking about? Go in at the deep end there. Straight into the deep end with what what was that list you had? Okay. Cool. Just tell us. Oh, yeah. I like the list. I, right. I picked something off the list, but we'll get to that because I've got some issues with sugar right now. Okay. Well, this. speaking of sugar, um, they're, one of the conspiracy theories is that Cadbury cream eggs are related to the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Continue. Because apparently they're so awful that only um, the Illuminati would come up with it. I love them. Oh, wait, <laughs> what? That's what it says. It says, hold on, um, describing it as a terrible candy that tastes like mermaid placenta covered in candle wax. He says the only wow. imaginable reason that we look forward to them every year is that we're being manipulated by the Illuminati. No. Mermaid <laughs> placenta. You had me at mermaid placenta. Oh, it's an, Well, look, the, the truth is they're not that good. They are delicious. No. no. I they really know. aren't that good. Oh, my God. What? It's just um, nostalgia. You're just living off nostalgia. No, they're really just awesome. But okay. From the great Easter egg hunts of your past. There's a lots of things <laughs> about nostalgia that, that trick people into believing that it was enjoyable. And my case, my perfect example is... Brooks from Shawshank Redemption. He got out of prison. He wanted to go straight back, right? Because mm -hmm. he convinced himself that the nostalgia of being in prison was so wonderful. He had to go back. It's the same with you and cream eggs. Those things are disgusting. <gasps> and you should go to prison. Okay. Wow. Anyway, we agree to disagree. There will be no bell. Right. Um, so one conspiracy theory sort of involving food is that apparently the government is controlling us with fluoride in our water. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting one. But why is there fluoride in the A water? A lot of people believe that, though. A lot of people do believe that. Okay. It says um, that possibly it's a uh, that it's purposely damaging our brains. Really? Hmm. Yeah. That, that, yeah. So fluoride is not actually good for your teeth, but it's really bad for your brain. Wait, what? It's good for your teeth. Well, yeah, we always know that. Okay, but it's bad for your brain. Yes, that is. And is it in the water right now oh. that I'm drinking? Yes. Not that. Did you get it from the tap? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Then your brain is. is it so water? people that, yeah. so people that drink spring water, their teeth are rotting. Right. Gosh. I only drink spring water. Well, either your teeth rot or your brain rots. I mean, just pick one. Oh my God. So <laughs> you can't win anymore. You really can't. So another one Never. is that um, apparently like in April of 85, Coca-Cola introduced new Coke. Right. And so everybody hated mm -hmm. it. And they said, we don't like this new Coke. We really like the old Coke. Bring it back. Mm -hmm. And apparently the theory the is old that Coke had cocaine in it. 
No, I think that was like in the 50s. Old, old coke. That was like grandfather. 30s. That was the <laughs> Older, 30s. Old coke. The oldest yes. coke. 1930s. Okay, but yeah, apparently the new coke was introduced simply because they wanted people to get more into coke. And so they were like, oh, we don't like this. We want the old coke back. And it was like a marketing stunt. So the, they actually released an uh, inferior product as their new product to get everybody back into the old one. Is that where they changed out the types of sugar they used? Excuse me. You know, they do that, but they do that Ooh. regionally. Like if you go have Coke in Montana, it tastes different than Coke. Well, here. we all know the Mexican one, right? Well, yeah, because that's not made with um, corn syrup. It's made out of cane sugar. Right. So it's the good stuff. Right. Did y'all go to the Coke around the world um, exhibit in Atlanta? Where you can not. taste them from different countries? Well, I have repeatedly. And um, <laughs> they do taste differently. But I thought all the ones in the U.S. taste the same. It's just different countries. Well, and confident, all of that good stuff. Yeah, and I definitely know international Coke tastes different, but I have heard that when people yeah. like when they're used to say like Southern Coke, when they go to other places, it does taste different because people have different. Really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. So like Southern I've Coke is that. sweeter than say like California Coke. Huh. That's dangerous. We've got to try that out because I would love to know. Because I mean, aren't they bottling it? Well, I will tell. Well, I'm talking about Fountain Coke. Fountain Coke. Yeah, so oh, fountain okay. coke. So fountain okay. coke. Well, then that makes sense because it's mixing with whatever the water is. Isn't it? I don't know. I don't I'm know. I mean, that's. Coke. <laughs> I have no idea. They did it with Jack Daniels apparently decades ago as well. Wait, what do you mean? They they changed my, the formula. My um, godfather, R.I.P. Because he's dead. He um, he was an American. Anyway, he uh, he told me a story. He was like Jack Daniels used to be in a the good stuff was in a green bottle and the kind of mediocre or no, the good stuff was in the black bottle. And then this mediocre stuff was in a green bottle Yeah, and they discontinued the green bottle. Um, and then they stuck at the contents into the black bottle. The green bottles come back because under rye, but that's a little hmm. sneaky. Well, I think lots of think places do that. They're like, all right, we're, we're kicking ass. Let's, let's change up the product, save all this money and people will keep buying it. Cool. Numb thing. Well, let's give every conspiracy theory a rating of how we actually think it's true. Okay. Like, do you actually think the government is controlling us with fluoride? Uh, from A plus to an F minus, what do you think? A plus would be well, like totally true. Before we go any further, I have a question. In what way are they controlling oh. us? Right. I told you, they're rotting our brains by oh. by giving us stuff that's not good for us. But why would they want to rot our brains? I don't know. You'd have to ask the conspiracy Because the, what they really want from us is the apocalypse, duh. No, but we can't pay taxes if we have rotted brains, right? Because we can't work. True. So they sure, True. I just don't know. So you're not going to give it a rating? I'll give it a rating. What is that? Zero. No, it's A plus to F minus. <laughs> why? Wait, why are we doing these? I don't know. Nobody rates fun. things like that unless you're... We're teachers. Oh, you are. Do it. Boring. Um, it's a C. Because okay. they're I would give it a C minus, but yeah. Okay. Really? You guys are like in the middle? I mean, I don't really know. They're not rotting our brains, but they're making us have healthy teeth. And that's... <laughs> How dare they? That's oppressive. <laughs> Control. Stick it to the man. Okay, got it. I um have a sidebar that I, you know, needed to go back to from a few seconds ago. Maybe a minute now. Um, Christopher... It's inquiring minds want to know. I think that hatchlings would want to know because I did. Um, why? How did you, as a young Scottish lad, get an American godfather? Interesting question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> no problem. There, there is a story, and and if you're a parent, you 
or even just um, anybody, get hold your hat on because this is put the seatbelt on too. Because this is a, a wild ride. This is a story Love that it. this is a story that every mother is going to be like, oh my god. Oh, lovely. So <laughs> nice. Here's here is so basically, I was like six. I, let's just say I was six years old. I can't exactly remember, but my my mother, she was a single parent, and we were living in this really big um apart beautiful apartment in the middle of Edinburgh. And, um, my mother, you know, she had lots of friends, very, she was a very popular woman. And one day this guy came around called Christopher and his, Christopher Van Schack was his name. Right. And, uh, I met, I mean, he's cool and he was this artist from America, but he'd lived in the Netherlands and Italy and all this sort of places. So he, he, he like, he would always come around and I think he taught my mom how to paint a little bit as well. And he, he, you know, and he sort of became part of my mother's friendship group, if you like. Right. And then one random. Was he our boo? Ooh, was this he, is getting good. Was he, no, no, no boo, no boo. It wasn't. No, a, he, he wasn't. Was a no, 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 no. Um, nothing like that. Fine. So here's what happened. He comes round one day. My mum calls me and she's like, Christopher, I'm thinking about a letting but Christopher live here for a little while until he finds somewhere to live. He's totally her boo. No, wait, no, 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 no. Because you're not. You haven't finished yet, right? Carry on. Now here is here's the thing. In my bedroom, I had a, a spare bed, right? And my mom said, because they're both my beds, right? And she said, do you want to rent him one of your beds, right? <laughs> and I said, yeah, 50 pounds a week. That's the rent. And it went directly to me, right? And it's like, what, 50? Hmm. No, that's like, what is that in dollars then? That's $75, say. Nice. So that's great. It's a good allowance. Exactly. Well, m way more than wow. allowance in my life. Christopher, a young entrepreneur. Right. Got it. Yeah. I don't know where I spent the money because it's definitely gone. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but here's what happened. He stayed in my room for like more than six months, me and him in a room together, right? How old were you? Six. Oh my God. Maybe. <laughs> right. And guess what? That's we awesome. we became best friends for the remainder of his life. And he taught we like we he taught me to like paint a little bit. We'd go on trips together. Like we just had the best time. And then he unfortunately died. Uh, gosh, th three four years ago maybe. Actually, it was longer than that. It might have been five years ago. And um, in his will, he left all of his things to these two kids he had that were living in Amsterdam. He has two Dutch children, like six foot seven, both of them. <laughs> But he was completely estranged from them. And the only thing he promised me was this beautiful ring he used to wear. And it was a, a, a what was it? It was gold covered, wrapped in sterling silver. Hmm. And it had all the, no, the opposite way around. And the gold had rubbed away over the years and it like looked like this patchy ring. And then there was like this sapphire right in the middle that wasn't like cut. It was just like rolled. It, it was kind of, it looked like a man's ring. It could pass for a man's ring. And I always liked it. And he said he would leave it to me. Unfortunately, his sons took everything and they didn't really get along. So it was a bit sad. But anyway, that's how I ended up with this godfather. American godfather. We didn't we didn't make it official until I was an adult. Oh, okay. So that's awesome. Now parents, Amanda, would you as a parent let someone rent a room with your six year old son? I mean, I think this kind of harkens back to episode one of season one, oh. where like we don't let our kids eat homemade treats from the street because we just don't know what's in them. 
Oh, we definitely so we, don't let grown men. So come we might not let strangers sleep in our children's bedroom because we don't know what could happen. No, I I agree. It's it's very alarming. But my I I grew up in a very like um, bohemian like world, right? In, in and, I, and I yeah, I mean yeah. that's just. And my mum was the. How should I describe it? She was the most street cred, streetwise person there was. I mean, she—if you've okay. seen—if you've seen Train Spotting, there's a sample of how my how my mother grew up. Like she, she could look you up and down and be like yes or no, and she usually, yeah. she usually, I mean, I'm not, again, she usually nailed it, right? But yeah. of course, right. you do come across people who are sociopaths, charmers, whatever. It looked like, hey, yeah. look. She let one person stay in my room. Actually, I let him stay in the room. And she's one for one. So, you know. Right, yeah. But you are right, though. Imagine if that had gone horribly wrong. Right. So sometimes sometimes people operate on, like, worst case scenario. Like, I'm not going to do this because something terrible could happen. Not because that means that they don't trust that person. Yeah. But that your, you know, anxiety of something actually happening overpowers the rationality of it. Yeah, and I'll go and I'll go back to season, episode one, season one, and say that in this country, even though it's never been safer to be here, people are more <laughs> irrationally afraid of oh, I, everything. I don't disagree with because that. of the news back sure. that, because they're putting stuff in our water. Oh yeah, that's our brain. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. No, but right. you are right. And and if I was to if I was a father and this scenario came up, I would probably be like, I don't think so, buddy. You can't stay in that room. Why do you want to stay here? Why would you want to stay here? He had nowhere to to stay. He had nowhere to live at that time. And um, my mom was like, well, maybe we can work something out here. And Take me through like month one, end of month one, month two, where you're like seeing his face every day and you're like, oh my God. Or he's looking at your face every day and he's like, oh my God. Did you ever feel like there was any like, eh? No, I don't. Maybe we're over it. I don't remember any of the, no, I don't remember really what the details of any of that stuff. I'm just like, he was around. He taught me how to paint, how to cook. We went to art galleries all the time. He'd take me to coffee shops. We do, we were like chums. We're buddies. Did you like have little conversations like from your beds at night? Well, he had, he had me, I was having adult conversations at like like seven. It's giving me stepbrothers. Yeah. And I, and I was, he was, I was genuinely having like deep conversations about like worldly things at like a young age. Like he was like, he'd be like, let's talk about Caravaggio. And I'd be like, who? (laughs) And he'd be like, well, here's the deal. And we, and you know, and he'd be like, and, and he, we talk about like, you know, Wagner and he was like, you know, a lot of people thought he was an, an anti-Semite. Let's talk about. So he, we were talking about lots oh, of different things. You me on your ears because of your time spent bunking with an adult man. I love that. I, don't, I, I think those wise years of cop with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so like 20 so. years ago. Awesome. I love it. Hatchlings, we've just got to look back into Christopher's life for a quick recap. He grew up on a compound <laughs> and it was a cult. It was like a hippie, hippie village. There was tambourines and there were hula hoops. I can see it now. Yeah, and we had no fluoride. Um, but really, I should write that that whole my relationship with him could be turned into like a cute short story or maybe, you know, like a, a movie sort of loosely based on the truth or whatever, because it would have to be a little, you know, that. we need some action scenes and stuff. Um, anyway, back to conspiracy. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Sorry. But yeah, there's yeah, some no, background. That was good. That was great. So we're looking at We did fluoride, we did Coca-Cola. Yeah, we did. Um, I'm looking at oh. New Coke. It's apparently a Canadian coffee. Tim Hortons. Oh yeah, I know it. Been there. Do you? 
Okay. So apparently um, everyone believes that it's super uh, addictive because it's laced with nicotine. It hmm. wouldn't surprise me. People rave about it. Yeah. So people are just uh, obsessed with Tim Hortons. It's just like Starbucks, but Canada. But it's not as like shishi okay. as Starbucks. Is it's it? not. It's like. It just I, looks like a cup of regular coffee. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just a coffee place. I don't, I don't, I don't really. The one I went to was just a regular like walk in, walk out coffee shop. But I bet, I think it's got like Dunkin' Donuts slash Starbucks vibes. Mm-hmm. Like you can get a little I'm something sure. to eat there or whatever. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm going to give this one like a B because who knows what Canadians are doing. Oh, Canadians are so pure. This is an this is an F. It's not true. Okay, Julia, <laughs> not an F minus. I don't know. I think um, could they put nicotine in it? No, not without not without announcing it. So no, I'm gonna give it an F minus. <laughs> Imagine it. Right. I wonder if that's even allowed. Oh, this is my favorite. So Kentucky Fried Clucks. You guys have heard of that, right? <laughs> no. So, okay. Um, apparently, uh, there's this rumor that fast food restaurants such as KFC grow mutant chickens with no heads and that they're all just, and they call them Kentucky Fried Clucks. Yeah. You can't call it a chicken or something? Mm-hmm. And that's, that is the yeah. rumor of why KFC became KFC from Kentucky Fried Chicken because they could no longer call themselves Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm. I 100% I think I read an article about that. So I give that an A plus plus plus. Wait, that they're growing mutant chickens? I remember not mutant chickens, but I do remember that something happened with the chicken where it could not be legally called fried chicken. They overfeed them to the point where they can't hold their own body weight. That sounds mutant to me. They had to abbreviate the name because of that. Well, I I I'm definitely pushing back on that one. I just think it's a branding thing. I just think they're like KFC is what people call it. It's like Dunkin' Donuts. They just call it Dunkin' mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I'm going to give this one an F because I do not think that there are mutant chickens. Well, I just don't think that KFC has its own farm. I think they're just they're They basically go around the country and they're, they have their suppliers who are chicken farms around the country. And those are the people that they, I think they get to decide how they raise their chickens, but if they want to make, make more money, they can cram, you know, more chickens into their sheds. But again, it speaks to that national standard. I think that you're absolutely correct. They have the suppliers, blah, 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 blah. But when you have a chain that is international, sometimes that chicken may not qualify in certain countries. So I think that something is awry had to do a complete overhaul of their name maybe because when the uk was going through brexit which is i guess it's over now mostly but um the importing american chickens was a huge like news story because you guys pump pump bleach or cover your chickens in bleach and stuff like that like all these things oh like antibacterial stuff all this stuff to your chickens that like and people in europe were like we don't want american chickens like they're raised you know in cells and covered in bleach and stuff like this. And uh, so that was a big deal. So there might be something to that, Jules. That's what I'm saying. Like what counts as a chicken here doesn't count as a chicken somewhere else. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I'm on. Not the mutants, not the headless, the headless henchmen. Your turn. Yeah. Uh, Chipotle. Remember Chipotle's E. coli outbreak all those years ago? Listeria. Yes. 2016. There was a Chipotle in the financial district. It might still be there in New York City. And I remember because I remember this happening and everybody like, oh, we shouldn't eat there at Chipotle. Anyway, it says here 
uh, that this is it was a uh, corp it was corporate sabotage basically uh, was it another company or, or something like purposely lacing the burritos with E. coli so that they would get bad press or something yeah that's what it looks like here I don't know about that yeah that says we owned one I don't know about that but it did happen I it mean, did there was an outbreak and they yeah. did re- I love Chipotle but here's the thing I really do. I got definitely terrified of them because I was afraid of dry heaving and vomiting up everything inside of me. But so I can't look at them the same anymore. But after like three outbreaks, like I can't. I know, yeah. right? Remember, it was like back to back. Like as soon as we get over it, it's like another one would hit. I, I can't do that. You, you know, um, we we covered this at al.com actually. I think actually I just moved here because we were going to cover this because somebody said that the reason. How do you think you get E. coli from lettuce? Yeah, I mean, from somebody touching it with their uh, poopy hands. And do you think there might be another yeah. way? Bugs? Oh. No, it's that it's that it's it's they spray across the whole all the crops. Ew! Because it, it's a more effective way. You mean like fertilizer? Yeah, but there's all but you you know it's there's all kinds of sh- human sh- shit in there. They're not putting human sh- on the, lettuce. They are. Why? What are they like? They or, they or pay. It, I have heard a little bit of sewage mixed in there. It's not necessarily they're like, like everybody humans. poop into this bucket and we're going to spray it across the crowd. No, it's it's I don't even know if it directly comes from humans, but they're 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 spraying poop across Well, yeah, that's crops. called fertilizer. But that doesn't That's where E. coli, the e. coli comes no, from. No, E. coli you, comes from human you, sh- you, Yeah, there's human sh- mixed in. How? You think a farmer was like, well, I better go and check We're- my millions of heads of lettuce. And then somehow a tiny little, his finger got a coli on one leaf. And then. That's what they say. That's They, they say that like the lettuce is the problem with people handling it, not from the growing process. But those, those no, not having it. Spring. <laughs> sh- oh, that means they have crap on their hands. Is that what you're saying? Uh, absolutely. That's how you get food poisoning. Okay. Ew. Do you know that like only 50% of people wash their hands after they go to the bathroom? Um, Literally, we learned that in today's um, world. But sir, I'm not Ew. kidding. No, I believe you. But that There's that like is poop. where the that's where E. coli comes from. Is somebody who touched your food went to the bathroom and didn't wash their hands? No, it's not from okay, like even if they went to the bathroom. Why is there poop on their hands? It's, it's it's like tiny little particles. It's not like actually like you know like you could you could flush the toilet and get the poop particles on your hands. Like blowback? Yes. I can't. This is awful. Why do we always talk about sh- every episode? It, no, so, here, look, here, here's a modernfarmer.com, by the way. Uh, put that. Is that in your bookmarks? No, but put it in your bookmarks because if you want information on farming, there's no more reliable place. <laughs> I just made that up. It says. Listen up, America. Listen to this. Listen to this. Some waste. Waste treatment plants burn it or ship it to landfills, which aren't the most economically or environmentally friendly solutions. But not all poop ends its life by fire or burial. Some human waste ends up in forests and farm fields as the treated human feces-based fertilizer known as biosolids. Oh. Ew. Yeah, so do you find the idea of growing, <laughs> growing tomatoes with human excrement repulsive? It's a common response. And then blah, wow. blah, blah. Yeah, look, they use human poop to grow stuff. Ew. Almost 50% of biosolids. Almost 50% of biosolids created in the United States are applied to land, with the majority being used in agriculture. It, it goes on. We the reason I know about this is because we did we did a story about it and they were just like pumping these biosolids across the field. I'm never eating a vegetable again. Yeah. 
What can we eat? <laughs> what can we eat, people? Nothing, apparently. <laughs> Hello? Is this thing on? Christopher, that was a question for you. <laughs> so you like, turns the next. Look. What can we eat? I'll... I'll eat anything. On the lettuce, we're we're actually growing food with human poop now. Well, actually, that brings us to. Sh- I think the only thing we can eat is sugar. Uh, look, I'll <laughs> wow. I don't care. I'll eat anything if it's got <laughs> on it. I don't care. Okay. I just wanted to see Jules' face. We're gonna test that next <laughs> week. <laughs> very disappointing. It's a glare. But that's how the that's how the the E. coli breakout apparently happened, and and we we did this big we did all this research about where I'm literally tri- sweating guys i'm like literally <laughs> breaking out well eyes. we did all Thanks this research because we thought the lettuces might be coming from you know we were trying to work out where in the south they were coming from maybe they were coming from alabama or whatever and we wanted because we were trying to be like look chipotle like <laughs> outbreak originated in alabama but <laughs> oh, we right. but obviously you you can't find out where Chipotle gets its lettuce from because it's all proprietary information or whatever. Proprietary secrets. Yeah, right. exactly. So this conspiracy theory, I give it a C plus because I really? think there's something going on. You I don't understand how they get got hit back to back. It's the one about I forgot where we went because I'm repulsed and could gag. But the one about Chipotle, Chipotle and like the, the sabotage. The outbreak being like directed at something. So okay. I think that something that because there's no reason why you should have it was like a few months behind each other it was like too weird to be real especially for a major brand especially for a major brand yeah they're major but probably why it happened weeks apart is because the same the same lettuces from the same field wherever the e. coli started probably were still in circulation and that's why there was like just a couple of weeks between them do you see what I'm? If it okay. had been a year, I'd be like, "Well, that's weird." But a couple of weeks, it's like, "Well, no, somebody stuck that other E. coli lettuce in the in the freezer, or whatever, and used it later." It, it, but I do think that maybe somebody within the organization was like, "This place, I'm sending out an email to you know modernfarmer." Maybe there was a supplier here um, in Jacksonville that there was a chain of restaurants that used this supplier, and it went from Florida up to Georgia. It was like bananas. And everyone was sick and every, all the people that ate at these restaurants, they had to shut down and blah, blah, blah. So the supplier is the one who kind of has the restaurants by the balls. But again, I think that bigger brands are usually more, you know, risk management savvy and PR. And let me make sure that this doesn't hit the news for sure better than that, especially for Chipotle. So something's awry. And farmers are the ones that get screwed at the end of it because they, you better. Be, I, I watched a documentary about it once. The guy, where if they could track where the lettuce came from that caused the outbreak, you better believe oh. they're not buying a lettuce from that farmer again. Be done. Yeah. And it's of no fault of his own. Where did he get the biosolids from? How did he know it hadn't been treated properly? So had E. coli. It's just sad because all the farmers yeah, are the ones that suffer. It's a losing game. Yeah. Like love. Oh, precious. <laughs> Okay, so there's another one that my friend Felice uh, sent me on Instagram. Who's Felice? She's uh, out to you, Felice. She's my friend from high school. Uh, I posted a story about conspiracy theories, and I was like, "Anybody have any food related ones?" And she like just like flew off a barrage of conspiracy theories. One of them was the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, Apparently, too much black licorice can kill you. I've heard that. What? But that was one guy that. 
ate too much of it and then someone did an autopsy and was like well licorice has this substance uh-huh so actually it causes um dangerously low potassium and imbalances of electrolytes and eating as little as two ounces of black licorice a day for two weeks could cause a heart rhythm um, malfunction i don't think anyone should eat black licorice so Me neither. i'm not against i it. always I throw is- the black licorice jelly beans away I like the stuff. Okay, here's here's something we may have not have talked about before. I always have to say may because the chances are I've said it before. But the black licorice that's covered in salt, I think it's called salmayaki or something like that. Never it, had you it. can buy it in Finland, right? And when I was living in Sweden, somebody gave me a little box of it. And it's black licorice covered in salt. And you put it in your mouth and you're like, holy shit, this is gross. But then <laughs> once all the salt like dissolves you suddenly have a newfound affection for black licorice because because the sugar is like the the salty the, sweet combination the, yeah but it but you're like the salt was so gross and now i've got to the black licorice part which in itself is kind of gross right right but it was made so much better cuz you've just been eating salt so you think they just put the salt on it to mitigate the grossness of the black licorice or is it actually yes. like a magic yeah. combination? No, take two things, right? And combine <laughs> them. So let's, can, is there anything else that's like, sh- all right, liver, liver and bacon. Liver mm-hmm. and onions. Liver and, is that it? Liver okay, and onions. Just made up bacon. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm sure somebody put bacon in liver, but it's liver and onions. Okay. It's like the typical well, two things. There's other shit that mm-hmm. you take two things and to come there because secretly they're just trying is this to, what it looks like with the salt. That's it. Yeah. Okay. There's a picture of it on Google with it's, it's all like crusty with salt. Yeah. It's really fine salt to fine. Oh, and especially over people over 40. So when you're over 40, it's when black licorice is going to give you a heart problem. Oh, okay. I got three more years. I don't even like it. So it doesn't matter. Okay, so Never. you're good then. <laughs> you, you have forever years. I have forever years. Um, but it says, uh, so a man did die from eating bags of black licorice. Like, I actually really love licorice, but I only like the fruit flavored ones. Like the Australian licorice, it's real soft and chewy. Mm. Stuff is good. Um, and what and what was the the last one sh- about sugar, right? Since we're talking about sugar. Oh, well, there, there was one other one that Felice told me, and it's um, that Twinkies will survive an apocalypse they will a plus plus i agree is it just because there's so many preservatives that they just live yes Yes. basically that like you know you could have a package twinkie or even out of the package and it would be the same you know Mm. state it's like the mcdonald's fry it will survive well remember i did actually talk about that last season where i found six month old french fries in my daughter's car seat and they looked the same. Isn't there someone on Facebook with a 10-year-old Happy Meal that they keep yes. bringing out? Didn't you yep. share that? I don't think, I don't know whether I shared it, but yes, that that is, yeah. a, that's a thing. He just looked, I mean, it looked, it looked like it had been through something, but you it know, didn't look. what about look the meat? T- what about it? Like, I can understand the bread, because the bread has so many, so many preservatives, but the meat has to, like, deteriorate and rot and stuff. I mean, there's so many preservatives in the meat, too, probably. <gasps> That's yeah, gross. that's what it is. That's how it's maintaining it. But at least we know that McDonald's and Burger King and wh- whatever other places are probably giving you like a bunch of junk, right? We already know that. Yeah, okay? we're already aware of that. But w- what's really yeah. scary is my friend Alan, shout out to Alan Huffman, who lives in Mississippi. Hey, Alan. He had 
an apple or he had a bunch of apples and one fell on the floor and it was a green one and they found it many many months later and it was in perfectly it was still perfectly green right hmm. and they were like wait what so what they did is they they just put it up on a shelf and they've just kept it for years and it is still looks like an apple you could eat weird yeah because what was it preserved in wax yeah, I mean, no, it, but they these, could be the wax. No, no, there wasn't. I don't think there was yeah. any wax they in wax, it. They usually wax the outsides. Of well, apples. possibly, but they they were talking they about. Do? Well, I mean, I, what I meant by that is the wax might have come off by that point. Right. Um, but I think there's. They, I think they're they're breeding vegetables, fruit oh and vegetables now. Whoa, what? So now we have our own conspiracy theorist. That's not a conspiracy. <laughs> Genetically modified fruit and vegetables are a thing. They are a thing. GMO. But whether or not you think they're bad or evil or like that's a that's a, an opinion. Yeah, no, the, but no, it's scary. That's all it is. I'm scared. Okay. Don't don't give me that right. look like my emotions are not <laughs> genuine. Okay. I am scared. Please. Okay. Just, You're please, scared I'm, of genetically well, modified food. Just the green apples. <laughs> but the red ones are fine. They're good. Right. <laughs> okay, so yes, that brings us to the sugar conspiracy. Which one? Mine? Well, just the sugar conspiracy is that people oh. actually think that sugar is way worse for you than the media will let on. And that, which I think is crazy. Which means the media, we, like we know. But the funny thing is, all you look at on, you know, articles about food is that sugar is terrible for you. So I don't know how, like, we could say that it's worse for you than we already do. But anyway. Well, they say it gives you the same high as, like a shot of heroin or something, right? I, I, <clears throat> Speaking from not, experience. I, no, I'm just kidding. However, <laughs> they said that, um, not that it's like way worse for you, but I know it's addictive. Like, I mean, clearly, if you try to cut out sugar in your diet, you will literally almost die. Yes. But, They're saying that yeah. the sugar industry is like, you know, tamping down the actual real research on sugar because it's so yeah. horrific. For sh- I bet it is. It's bad. No, I can I can imagine it's bad. So that the sugar industry is like paying off the media is what the conspiracy The is. sugar industry is paying off the media. Yes, that's what the conspiracy says. No. Is that what the conspiracy no. says or is it yes. just pushed by lobbyists? Well, yeah. Well, whatever. I can tell you this. I work in the media and I've never got a penny from the sugar people. Okay? <laughs> not even a not even a check. Not even a bounce. Not a dime. Not even a bounce check. Um <laughs> I, I I think the the sugar lobby is really powerful, and that's why they can continue to put sugar in anything, right? But I I mm-hmm. think that if you're a journalist who, well, for you know just even slightly cares about your job, it would be amazing to out the sugar lobby that for writing checks to Ooh. to the media. They'd be that's of course. A, everybody wants that story, right? Sure. And so that's yeah. why it's an F for me. Okay. F minus, yeah. F minus, garbage. <laughs> garbage. Well, I mean, I think it's garbage because we already know that sugar is terrible for us. It's not like we don't, I don't even need any more research to say that it's more terrible. Like we already know that it's bad. Right. Doesn't mean I don't love it. Right. Okay, very cream eggs. Yeah, 100% <laughs> love it. I've actually switched my sugars though. I um have swerved now, but yeah, I love it. And that's why I had to switch it because I was out of control. Anyway, well, um, I've had a I've had a brush with sugar recently. Um, oh, it sounds romantic. Yes, it. Well, it kind of <laughs> is. I mean, some of my happiest times have been with sugar. <laughs> and but here, here's what happened. I, I as 
people know I started doing dry January, which is uh, giving up alcohol for all of January. Uh, what has happened is um, I have been eating lots of sugar and cake and stuff like this, and that was not something I was interested in before. I was a solid savory man. You know, give me a give me a wheel. Of- you told me that I talked about that in the Q and A. You were like, "Eh, keep your sugars. I'm a yes. You know, okay. you don't even like sugary meats, right, Amanda?" Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, I have a a little bit of a tangent. So you know how like there are boobs and there are butt men? Like I'm a boob man, I'm a butt man. Which one would be sweet and savory? Like you said, you're a savory man. Would that be the butt or the boobs? The Mm. the boobs are sugar. Okay. And the butt is savory. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then that means you switched because I would have guessed that you were a boob man. No, no, no. no, No, this has nothing to do with him. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about in general- Well, since we're parked here, are you a boob or a butt man? Oh, that's such a crazy argument. Because guess what? As I've been, as my therapist keeps telling me, you can actually be two things or three things. You can be a lot <laughs> of things. So I'm, I'm. But what's your favorite? Oh, uh, this is ridiculous. That was not my question. My question was just in general. I'm curious. Oh, okay. My bar curiosity. I was born this way. Remember, I want to know. Okay, boobs. Probably. Buy a nipple. Boobs buy a nipple. Wait, I thought so. And I already knew the answer to that question because when we went on the 12 bars of Christmas and that jingle shirt that um, Brooklyn had on, you were like all over it. You could not stop touching it. You could not keep your eyes off of it. I could tell you were a boob man. But anyway, carry on. Who's Brooklyn? Living your truth. Brooklyn who? Brooklyn, your babe. Oh, for God's sake. All My right. nickname for your babe. Um... What else is there? Uh, no, what, what, let's reverse engineer. You said something about something. Were you? Was that it? Sugar <laughs> and boobs? Yeah, no, I was just Sorry. wondering which would be sweet and which would be savory. That's my question. Okay, and then well, well what, what do turn. you think? What do you think? Uh, I think sweet would be the boobs. Yeah, no, I think, I think you're butt. right. I was just wondering. Oh, we agreed on something. Oh, boobies yes. are yes. sweet. Here. Jingle. Are sweet. Jingle us. Um, so, yeah, okay. So back to the thingy-majigger. So yeah, I gave up. I gave up butt for January, and, and instead I've been doing lots of things. I'm doing lots of booby things. <laughs> Jules right. is staring. And you at know me. what? I don't want to make this a sexualized thing for Christopher. So let's talk about me. What I'm into: boobs versus butts. Okay, okay, go. Because I have a pair, a nice pair of my own. I'm more of a butt. You got girl. two butts. <laughs> I have a bigger butt. I'm not She's really a pair into of boobs. That boobs are the most useless things ever unless you are nursing a child. Like, I really don't like my boobs touched. I just want them to, like, completely vanish into the abyss. So if I were to prefer one body part over the other, I would be a butt girl. Oh, no, I would be too, for sure. Yes. Like, I don't like when people, like, look at them, touch them. Like, I don't want my husband to touch them. I'm just like, (laughs) leave them alone. But, you know, I don't care. Poor Larry. I know. I, it's it's weird. But yeah, so girls can have a preference as well. Of course. Some girls like their boobs. <laughs> My so, voice was like... <laughs> we're going to no. go back to sugar? No, no, right? no I think you're good. I'm, I, haven't, I haven't come across that woman yet. Really? That doesn't like their boobs touch? No. Really? Well, hmm. Amanda, are you a boob or butt girl? I already, I, I agree with you. I'm more of a butt girl, but just in general, like, like I think the shape is cooler. What's the what's like the, artistically? I think the butt is like more aesthetically pleasing than boobs. I agree. I agree. What's yeah. the uh, the male equivalent? I don't know, like butt versus 
chest. Like some people get like all crazy about men's butts. I don't. Yeah, I've heard that. Most arms, of them don't look that great. Women are into men's arms, right? Yeah, sure. I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, anyway. I'm into, I'm into men's thighs, really. Ooh. Sidebar. I like big, juicy thighs. <laughs> Back to like chicken. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to our sugar tangent. Okay. Uh, well, I don't. I don't even. So know you've what, replaced alcohol with sugar, is what you're saying? Well, I, oh yeah, that's what well. Okay, so I gave up the alcohol, and then I started getting lots of urges to uh, have s- sweet stuff all the time, and it's been a real surprise to me because I've done dry January before. Excuse me, and I don't remember uh, this happening. So, uh, did you make it all the way through? Like 100, percent were completely sold and locked in, and that didn't happen. Um. In previous years, I have not completed dry January, but in like going back like 10 years, yes, I've done it. And I don't remember any of those sugar rushes or anything like that. Um, But now it's happening. And so when you give up, lots of people, when they do dry January, they're like, I lost 10 pounds. I lost five pounds. Well, I've put on a couple of pounds. And I think it's just king cake. I'm not eating any king cake. I'm eating other cake, but not king cake. Hmm. Um, Anyway, so I've put on weight. So anyway, here's the deal. The, the biggest conspiracy theory around is that Jai, dry January Jai January does anything for anybody. It's garbage. It's just, it's just. Oh, I was, I was, sad. I was yeah, skinnier when I was drinking. <laughs> that should be a country I song. I was skinnier when I was drinking. I don't even know what the rest would be. Get my hat. I'm going I, to get. They me. usually only have like you know a couple lyrics that repeat, so you're good. I can do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I've been doing that. Um, the, I've been sleeping much better, and that's been interesting because I thought I was sick at first. Oh, because you slept so much, like it's so well. I was just sleeping normal amount of time, and I was like, "Gosh, I must be sick," <laughs> but I wasn't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and my skin is glowing, so that's okay. Good skin comes out of it. Well, kind of actually. I, I think that you're. Imp- this is all dry from dry January. Hang on a minute. We thought about that last week. Alcohol dehydrates you. So unless you're replenishing your liquids, your well, water. Well, I'm drinking, trying to drink more water. That's just a, that's a side yeah. issue that's for me. That's just a good thing. But here's the thing. When people, I hope we didn't talk about this last week, but when people give up alcohol and things like that, are the impurities in your body pushed out? Because that's, did we talk about that? No, we didn't. No, because I keep hearing this. You're like, oh yeah, if you drink more water, your impurities come out. Stop drinking alcohol, your impurities come out. There's every single thing. Like, you know, oh, eat more fish. You'll watch the impurities come out your body like this. Everybody, fish any, oil. Anything you do, people say, well, I'll get rid yeah, of the impurities. Like all the toxins. Like this gets rid of toxins. Yeah, people. All that all stuff. But my, so at first I was getting like a breakout and then it's gone. And uh, I don't Magic. know. Magic. I don't know. I don't know what, it, that's probably me eating all the cake. Well, no, that was probably it pushing out. You know, your body had to adjust to what the heck was happening. So mm-hmm. at first it had to find out, is this really real? And then it makes the adjustment. You know what I mean? Like it finds out if, okay, we didn't have alcohol or say you didn't have coffee. Like first I'm going to reserve whatever. And then if he's really serious and not going to replenish my coffee or we're not doing caffeine, then now I'm going to react to it and adjust. You know, the body's amazing. The body is amazing. But it, yeah. So maybe I'll be a buck guy by the end of the month. <clears throat> but my body better not get used to it because on February 1st, the first thing I can drink again, it'll be a Monday and the and it'll be the next Woo-hoo! episode of The Bachelor. Oh, wow. Yay. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Mono. So that's the next time I'm going to be drinking. 
Okay. Been watching The Bachelor, and, and and you know, look, like it's just something to do. We're in c- coronavirus times. We are. I could be writing my great novel, but instead, I'm wasting my life watching The Bachelor and watching other people get happy and then very, very sad. So, are you doing Dry January next year? <laughs> I don't know. Well, speculate. are you into it? Like, I think it's you know, are you sold out? Like, are you for the cause? I like it. Yeah, but um. I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing next year. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow or in February. I can't plan that far ahead. You know if this could be your annual check or checkup or not. Like, am I still at the helm of the wheel, or is the wheel driving me? I don't Ooh. know. Uh, you're right. I probably will. I probably will do this all the time. Yeah, it could be a good annual checkup. I like it. I mean, I've always done it. I haven't always been successful, but I've always done it. I also like seeing the things that you found. Like I really, I think it's raising awareness for myself and the hatchlings because I didn't know all those things were out there. Like the gen alternative, mm-hmm. um, shouts out to the, what was it? Ritual proof people. They, um, liked our, um, post and all of that when I posted your bottle of gen alternative and stuff. So they are, oh, you nice. know, we're excited for the exposure. Send some free so. bottles. Um, I know. It's just, it's just so, infused water. It was it was good. Yeah, it was good. And it, it, I'd like to look at the bottle again because I didn't look at how many calories or whatever were in there because the beer, oh. the beer, I thought, oh, great, I can just get non-alcoholic beer. I, I wasn't even a big beer drinker anyway, but I was getting it because it was what was available. It seemed like it was part of the deal. Yeah. Do dry mm-hmm. January, drink, you know, O'Doul's. Yeah, but there's there's like 70 calories per bottle. And I know that's not a lot, but it's like if you're already doing dry January, just, you know, drink, drink water, drink something else. Yeah. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking 100% water, <laughs> fluoride infused. It's fluoride infused water. I can see your brain rotting. But next... Tuesday or Wednesday, we might, yeah, whatever. Next next week, I'll be I'll be making up for lost time. Whoop! Yay! Beware! Well, I think we're Party. about out of time. Really? Any um last things we want to talk about? Um, kinda. Okay, go. Um, go. I thought because we talked about this in season one about reviews and whatever, and and I read. I read, uh, I didn't read the whole article. I hope you want to use to, did. But the fake restaurants at Disneyland. So people are, what is it? People are having, oh, yeah. people are setting up fake restaurants out of Disneyland and people are like trying to order from them and they're just having their money taken. That apparently is happening all over. Like it? It, it's, it's happening here too. Like people, people <clears throat> are putting um, local restaurants on, um, it's like Waiter or one of those delivery apps mm-hmm. and they're not, legitimate and so people are paying these apps and and not yeah and not being compensated and the order for the- never comes and they don't get their money back so i would think they would give them their money back well the, right? the rest the legitimate restaurant can't get the money back because the money didn't go to them wait there's a legitimate oh, restaurant it. involved here no, no no i'm just saying in general like that's happened the whole like mm. fake order thing is happening here but i don't know if it's the same thing it does it wrong Huh. Yeah, there was that. That was going on. And then lastly, like, or uh, whatever, we can talk about something else afterwards. Firstly. Firstly. (laughs) Secondly. (laughs) Lastly, the, um, I am buying this cat food from Hills. Have you ever heard of Hills? No. Ever heard of Hills? So they make regular Mm -hmm. dog and cat food, right? But they also have this other brand, which is prescription only. And it drives me bonkers because I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do? Drive down to like some sketchy back alley and be like, hey, you want to buy my prescription cat food? (laughs) Right? 
It just and I can only get it from certain places. It's double the price. It doesn't taste good, but apparently it saves your cat's you life. It. But why is it prescription? I'm so annoyed. It's like sixty dollars for a pack, and it lasts if oh you feed God. your cat as you're supposed to. It will last you half a month. Oof. That's a lot of money. Oh, That's no. A lot of money. That is a whole. So lot I'm of money. furious right now, and I'm uh, exploring. Is this for your diabetic cat? It is good for him, but he doesn't like it. He searches through the, the pate stuff, right? Looking for the little chunks of meat they put in there. <laughs> and he leaves the rest. And then what I do is when I feed him later on. He's I, cursing as he's like going through it, trying to find one tender morsel of something edible. Yeah. He is pissed and cursing at you. Yeah, because then he comes up and he scratches my leg trying to get breakfast off yeah, of me. What he, did, what he did today was he literally crept up on the couch while I wasn't looking, and he clawed a piece of salmon off the, the plate, and it <laughs> flew across the room, and he just died. He took, got, oh, got he's down. starving. And then he just came back as I if know. this was like a regular thing, and it was just like, oh, I'm coming back for another piece. What's the deal? Oh, and um, I thought you were going to say he crept up and slapped you in the face because cats do that as well. <laughs> no. He doesn't have the energy yeah. for that. Oh. Um, but anyway, hill, <laughs> hills need to sort that out because, look, you don't – it doesn't need, I don't know what's in it, okay? I truly don't. It sells you on the back, but it's, it's medicated, right? Like yeah, but, it's medicated. But it's food. not really medicated. It's just like it's it's like formulated. It's healthy. like super formulated, like yeah. with all the different things, super healthy. But why is it prescription? I don't know. I've tried it. I've tried it. It does not get you high. <laughs> so we need yeah, to be of course you've tried. So anyway, <laughs> I'm exploring all the alternatives. If you're out there and struggling to pay for your cat or dog's food, uh <laughs> call in, okay? Call in. Commiserate. Right. Oh, sad. Poor cat food. Yeah, that's all I got. Anyway. Well, cool. We don't know what we're gonna talk about next week, but it's gonna be good. Oh yeah. <laughs> As always. Well, thanks for listening again. Yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next wow. week. Send us conspiracy theories and whatever else, non-alcoholic beverages, just tips in general how to better live our life. And maybe if somebody can help me kick my sugar habit while also doing dry January, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Just drink alcohol again. Yeah. Once you start <laughs> oh, right. drinking. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start drinking again to get me off the sugar <laughs> kick I'm on right now. Done. Replace one drug with another. I'm going to. Well, that's a, what he already did. So I'm, I'm, I'm officially, I'm announcing it now. I'm swapping out obesity for alcoholism. Okay. Just, just right. for my own sake. Cheers. Okay, I like it. <laughs> See ya. Y'all come back now, you hear? Thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on our social handles, IG, Facebook, and Twitter. And please share with a friend. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>